0: Welcome back, everybody. The Howler's Podcast post. Premier League season of 2021 2022. I didn't even think I didn't even see you're gonna put it in that. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're back. Tristan can make it today. He's on his way back from Oklahoma City, enjoying some family vacation. So we'll just be us three. But guys, what are we drinking? Jalen looks like you Jaylen's got slurping slurping away. something. You go cup. through. I just,
1: I just go through this, I just noticed that's all bubbles. <laughs> I was slurping bubbles that entire time. Uh went for the typical uh Connor four fifty uh North brewing drink. Uh it's called sticky icky buns. Uh that is an interesting name. It's kinda of freaking me out. But it has some blackberry, blueberry, plum, honey, brown sugar, cinnamon, lactose, and vanilla cream. Funny enough, my uh nickname is brown sugar for all you uh anyone listening out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. Um,
0: Go ahead, Andrew. I guess I'll go. I switched it up back to my roots. I got a double IPA from Four Quarters Brewing Company. Uh, this is the Dark Horse double IPA. Um, keep cold, drink fresh, as always, recycle. Take a sip of that. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's left me a little <clears throat> bit more hoppy than... Um, than most IPAs that I really enjoy, but I also haven't had one in a while, so... Yeah, I was going to say, you haven't had like a normal IPA in a minute. I know, so I think it just might be one of those instances where I just haven't been been on the block as of recent, so... But it's good. No, and I like to shout out more beer, um, more brewing companies. I get kind of nervous with IPAs at times because I don't want to really... I, I don't know. I I was in love with them a while back, and I still am, but <laughs> I'm more picky now, so... Because I've so had a lot.
1: It's a dark days for Andrew, who's... Yeah.
0: Just, just a lot of craft beer. That's all I thought about. Yeah. Connor?
2: All right. Jalen said it himself. 450 North. That's what we got here. It's called Fluff Pops. Always bring, always bringing the joyous names. That'll just put you in a good mood. Smashmallow. It's a smoothie-style sour. Banana, raspberry, marshmallow, and vanilla. So I went super sweet. I guess this will be my dessert for the evening i won't have to, <laughs> i didn't buy any pints of ice cream as the guys know i love to just down by the nope. carton
1: but uh i just made a sweet one like without fruit i don't even know if that's possible but like
2: oh my gosh
0: that is let me try that that is very sweet <laughs> It's like well
2: it might be the sweetest one i've had to be honest
0: wow i don't like that that's like medicine oh i don't knock it over I was gonna knock hey, Jay, it over. You want to have a crack? <laughs> no, I'm all good. <laughs> tastes like me- that medicine you used to
1: take as a kid. Yeah, it is very.
2: I wouldn't say it tastes like medicine, but <laughs> what
0: uh, is that?
1: Ro- uh, Robitussin.
0: Not even. Yeah, almost. I love me some cough
2: syrup. As long as you get like the children's flavored grapes, grape syrup. <laughs> yeah, that's what it tastes <laughs> like. No, I don't think it's like that. I don't know. The red stuff was piss poor, though. That that's stuff probably, used to like burn your throat. That's
0: probably the worst. Four fifty North have had. So that says a lot because they have. I've had plenty at this point, but. Um, no, I mean, we we switched it up. Everyone switched it up this week. I, I went back to my roots, and we got yeah. some good beers on set. I know Tristan wished he could be here with, with yeah. his own choice, but...
2: You could put this, like, a six-year-old, I think, would drink this. I <laughs> have no idea.
1: You could put it on a spoon and, like... Hey. <laughs> I'm, like, convinced there's no alcohol in these.
0: I think there's, like... You'd have to, I mean, I feel like there's, there's too, they're too heavy to drink. 5.3. I've
1: had two, and I've just, like, it's, like, nothing. It's juice. Yeah. Juicy juice.
0: Five, this is 5.3. This is eight. <laughs> yeah, true. Two of these you'll feel it. Oh.
2: whoa! Either way, that's our beer. I wish Tristan got to see that 450 North selection. I'm sure. He probably would have liked it. Jumping for joy. But uh we're moving to picks. <laughs> we start the season as we or we end the season as we started the season. So not all that hot. Not on fire. Not all that hot. And I'll we'll start from
0: the bottom, Andrew. You finished the season in last place. Yes, <laughs> fitting considering United's form. But and you okay. totaled four whole points. So, hey, four out of ten games.
2: Four points out of ten games. Steve,
0: St- Stevie G, he did me dirty. All right, I, I had you it. had it up until I had it up until the you 70, had City losing. Inning. Yeah, he had
2: them drawing. Had them drawing one one to Villa. One, yeah,
0: and. Uh, I, I called. Run. I literally called it. I was like, I think <clears throat> Liverpool's going to win the league, and then like my call was wrong. There was a lot of people that probably, but on the made set that on the podcast, yeah, yeah that's and true. it you did say didn't that. pan out for you. You were yeah, close, so but it didn't pan out. Cut me some slack. I'm going against the grain here, right?
2: Anyways, <laughs> second points. and second and third was a knotted tie with five points. Jalen and Tristan, so five points were not. Calling yeah, I'll take. Yeah, I'll take.
1: Se- I'll take second, Tristan. Don't worry.
2: And uh, I. Did have the most points this week with six. So we were a steady six, five, and four. What what one did you have that separated you? A lot of you didn't pick the Arsenal match. I know that
1: was one. I think you did, though. Um, I must have gotten something. It was a route. Was that Arsenal versus Everton, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they destroyed him. You see Odegaard's goal? It was kind of sick. I did not. It was, it was smooth. He's a smooth dude. That's a Real Madrid baller. Too remember many that. games
0: at once, Jalen. All right. It was all over
2: Everton definitely remember were just like, still loads, of, loads of booze in the Frank system. Frank Lampard was still they drunk, probably. <laughs> he probably woke up hungover and was like,
0: fuck, I got to go manage this game. He like, oh, God, I still have a job. <laughs> or if he gets sacked like two weeks in next year?
1: I can totally see it. I can totally see that 100%.
0: <laughs> or like, <laughs> realistically, two months. Like, I, who knows, but. I think,
1: it'll be, I think it'll be given. A club has to sell everyone to make up for the I mean, billion well, dollars so. in losses that they have. Yeah, and the financial but, situation that might be happening. Like, the, who's giving
0: them a loan? Like, what bank is looking at them like, yeah. It's like COVID relief, right? Wasn't that what it was?
1: No. Like, I don't think so. They just spent.
0: Wasn't there, like, I sent that post in a couple of weeks ago. He was talking about oh, Everton. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. Th- they, were fi- they were funding clubs, like, based off something. Or they were looking for, like, reimbursement. And invest, uh, it was weird. Or I want were, my money back. They were, ask, they were asking about <laughs> if they were breaking financial fair play. Some of these clubs had spent a little bit more over their. There's like a lot of you club. Didn't Burnley, didn't Burnley ask? I think Burnley was, which is weird because like they don't spend anything. I'll look up the post. You There's a lot of like
2: in. club accusations going on around the like globe. Yeah, like world Real, football is
1: really bad right now. Yeah, Real Madrid accused PSG. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what the UEFA guy said? And he was like, I don't, we don't listen to Real Madrid. And we don't really <laughs> listen to any other club <laughs> that asks for things like that. Like we're above that. And we're like. Sure you are. Yeah, the president's a prick.
0: I'm going deep into this. Oh, yeah, so Everton confident FFP rules followed after Burnley and Leeds threatened This is a Sky poster. Legal, legal action. So Premier League rules allow clubs to lose a maximum of – a hundred. it wasn't COVID relief – a maximum of 105 million pounds over three years. However, clubs have been allowed to write off losses – oh, it's caused by the pandemic, so I was right. In their latest accounts, Everton said 170 million pounds of their losses were caused by the pandemic. So
1: Dude, football's a they've, been, they've been able to write off – a majority yeah. of that spend. Football's <laughs> a dying sport, man. Like, they, I don't think there's a the business I, angle of it. At least is Real Madrid's is only positive. It's one. like inflation, right? Positive. It's like, isn't there just inflation? It is. You look at the, if they're the only one that profited during COVID.
2: You probably have like the Spanish mafia like in the government. Okay, you're saying, saying
1: Barcelona wouldn't? Like what? It's like, crazy how it's crazy. Barcelona
0: like folded. It's tight, crazy
1: how though. Barca how Barca really
0: was impa- impacted like the most powerful Inter,
1: Inter's like Inter was on the verge of being sold because they couldn't afford to That's yeah. why they sold everyone. They it's crazy find though, the money though.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, they're always going to get bailed out at the end of the day these clubs. Like Barca's like the ma- the president um Laporta. Laporta he's like we'll be back to our old ways next season. He's like, such a, he's also a fraud.
1: He's a freak. But, anyways, that is the world of football. That's the world of football. But Tom. we do
2: have to address, in my eyes, the horrid fact that Manchester City are crown champions again. Fair they, play to them, though. They win 3 2 on the 10th season anniversary of the Aguero 3 2 thriller at QPR. They're
0: fourth in six years. Yeah? Uh, it might be. Or fi- it's five. Five, right?
1: Who?
2: I think it's their fourth in five years. It's four
0: or five, I think. Yeah. 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 Is it four?
2: Yeah. Because Liverpool's the only other team that's won. Well, yeah. Yeah. And as of late. So. Um, and I mean, what a game it was. You like really didn't expect them to get off to the start that they did to go down 2 0. Coutinho in the mix, just getting that goal, which was a beautiful goal. His touch Touchdown. to set himself yeah. up. Yep. Um, and like you had to think. The story was in place.
0: I Just said
1: it. As you I said. I literally yeah. said it. I, I, I. There was no way the I city it was going to fold to Villa.
0: I brought it up. I literally said, "I hate the story aspect of Liverpool and and whatever." Connor's always bab- blabbling or whatever, saying nonsense on, <laughs> and I was like, th- "It's got to happen." Like the stars are aligned in this instance, and Stevie, Stevie G, unfortunately, let it slip through his hands, like he did back. Oh, now in who's 20- telling the story? Twenty thirteen. This is me yeah the story's not in your <laughs> favor, so it doesn't matter to me, but you know what it but I, I honestly really did think it was going to happen and it, it was that close and everyone did mention before the match on Sky and all these other platforms and sites there will be twists and turns was like the number one thing I always heard and it and it it was full of twists and turns and in, for the for the neutral fan, if you were watching this, you were i mean blown out i was watching the game and I was yeah, I think I wasn't was astonished. astonished.
2: By it in the moment, and like looking back and seeing all the videos, I'm like, that is one crazy fucking comeback
0: that that team put together. Dude, De Bruyne's
1: third, the third goal, his assist was crazy. It's yeah. crazy
0: because he was, it was like a surging touch and run, so he picked but, the it, ball he,
1: but, but he was in like the he was in the eighteen know, like like yeah. right next to, C and he still made a through pass. <laughs> in the, I was like, how does that even happen? There was
0: three defenders I by him. I don't know, I don't know, but it really. It shows you, even in those moments that they went down at West Ham last uh, two weeks ago, and so like you, you just know City are going to get opportunities back. It's just whether or not they'll take them, and <coughs> from the, for most part, for the most part they do. But in this instance, they really needed to do it, and they did it, and it was in great fashion. They didn't
1: score their first goal until like what the seventieth minute. Yeah, they scored.
0: They scored five goal, three goals in five minutes or six minutes yeah, or six so. Minutes. So, uh, Gudagun was a hero. Came on.
2: Oh my gosh! Man. The guy's joking after the match, like in the parade and stuff. The videos of Bernardo, I think you yeah. said it in. But oh like, my God. There was Jagger. so many of them, and then there was. It wasn't even that one video. Like they were saying that to like every single Grealish, camera. Really said it twice. Yeah,
0: really said it on the sta- on the stage with, with a yeah, microphone. It was
2: hilarious. Like, and then there was the Kyle Walker thing where yeah. it was like, oh who 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 can beat uh Kyle <laughs> Kyle Walker one v one? Riyad was like Mbappe. No, or was it Riyad? Or who was holding the mic? I forget. I like it was Maras. He was like talking, he was like Mbappe no, Neymar no. And then <laughs> they give the mic to Grealish and he's like I'm the only player that can
0: beat him 1v1. That's why Pep
2: signed me or something <laughs> like that. He was so ham- he was so drunk, oh, but was it was blast. It was good
0: to see. I mean, I'm I'm not, I don't like City in any aspect, but I do get a, a sense of like I, I just like that idea that they're just having like they work. You have to appreciate hard work and, and a full what a full season brings teams and players individually. And that moment is a moment where they can just take a breath. Yeah. And, and let, let. We always go. talk
2: about how they're cutthroat, whatever. Like, Grealish brought a bit of humanity to that team. Like, they didn't look like the cutthroat professionals. Yeah. We saw Bernardo Silva with the camera and, like, yeah, the joking, oh, the best, the biggest change or the turning point, yeah. <laughs> bringing Bernard- Bernardo off in the <laughs> 70th. And yeah. then Bernardo's like. Yeah, and Jack Grealish By being belongs on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just so funny to see them, but it's the banter that we oh, love. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the comeback was just that'll probably go down in the history books. The string of goals in a matter of six minutes—it's just.
0: Would you say it's bigger than it's just crazy?
2: Aguero's finish, no. I don't think so, and I think that's what it was. Is it's just like in this instance, it was so expected. Where previously it was like, oh no, like because City is going to pull a City, like they're just well, well, City was in
1: Liverpool's position at at that time because United had already won. They were and they were were waiting for City to see their score. Yeah, and uh, and that one kind of like sparked the turnover of them like becoming as dominant as they were. So I don't think it's as important, but it was definitely like the entertainment factor of, like, previous years, it was definitely better. Yeah, the it entertainment
0: was,
2: was there, yeah. And, and to do it at the point tally that they were doing it at, like,
1: 92,
2: 93 points, like, that's just... Like, the other one, like, the, the other one wire. that
1: they had, like, the, uh, with Liverpool, like, the... The, the 98, ban- 97. Yeah, yeah. like... It it wasn't as exciting because we just knew that, like each team was just gonna win every game like <laughs> yeah. they were so dominant in the fact that we were just like okay well like everyone knew City was gonna win but we were just hoping for a slug up but everyone knew like Liverpool was gonna win that game City so was gonna win that like it was yeah. just gonna keep going until this, there was and no it, more games left and That's it was I, it
0: was close but it was always not, it was never close enough where yeah like say say City Liverpool went down in a, in a game two weeks ago you knew they'd get back like they would get get opportunities back and they would. Get their chances and take them. Take their chances,
1: but yeah, and City was definitely like you said, like or like Connor said, a little bit more human this season. Like they had like draws. Like I just feel like they allow the Liverpool to catch them. Yeah, like in past City teams, like they wouldn't let that happen. No, like, they just and that's why I was
2: like didn't appreciate it in the moment. The comeback. I mean, I don't appreciate. It's probably the wrong word because I still don't appreciate that they came back. But I was just so certain and brainwashed <laughs> to the point of City's dominance that I was like there is no way city lose this game on the last day of the season. And like they did exactly what I've been suffering through for the last like yeah. three, four seasons where it's just like every game I tune into city thinking they're going to drop points and it looks like they might. And, and, and and they did it in back-to-back matches to close out the season. So, yeah, yep. but props to them. I mean, it's the studded squad and it's only star studded squad and it's only getting better. So it's just, it's kind of like, when is this era going to end? <laughs>
1: Very, very, no very united Ten of the old
0: walks in <clears throat> stares yeah. at Klopp and Guardiola. Got a few seasons to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, dude, it's not fine yard, bro. You're you're planning as top sick, not Vatisse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Liverpool did offer a valiant
2: effort. Um they never did actually take they never did slide ahead of City on the live table at on the last day of the season because they were held 1-1 through the majority of the match. And even when City had gone down, Liverpool needed to go ahead in order to advance them and jump them in the table. Um, and it wasn't until it was too little too late that Liverpool made the late surge. They went three, three, 3-1. Salah would have had what he thought was an Aguero moment and a clinching moment. And it was he ran over to the fans thinking that, and then they're hugging and whatnot. And then you, you look... Look at Matip's face. He's facing the fan, and he goes, what's the score? What's the score? Like, he asked Joel Joel Matip, asked the fans, what's the score? And one guy is holding up 3-2, three, 3-2. Two, three, two. Oh, my God. And that's when, like, Salah kind of turned around and threw his hands up a little bit and was like, you could see him, like, sigh and just, like, frustration that it, it wasn't going to be enough because City was up and there was no way that that was going to.
0: We uh, we had talked about it on the on the live watch that, like, how do you think the players are reacting? How do you think Liverpool players are are, are feeling about the situation itself? Like, is Klopp bringing it up at halftime that that right. that Aston Villa are up one nil, or was it nil nil at that point? It might have been. Was uh, it, like, so like, it was one nil, one 0 at, at half. So, it was it was, yeah. so, like we talked about how like the stadium definitely erupted seeing on, the score, seeing the scoreline at at the Etihad. But then it's like, does Klopp talk about it at halftime? Does he not talk about it at halftime? Would it make sense to do it, or would it not? And then, like you said, now Matip's asking, a, asking a literally fan. asked. So he like, said, the cle- video is hilarious. They are clearly like invested in that game still, which it didn't deter them from not win- like they didn't. They still won against Wolves. Well, yeah, and th-
2: he was asking after the fact that they had gone up
0: exactly.
1: So I mean, it's probably spurring them on, if anything. Like,
0: yeah, no, it definitely is. But there's there's like a there's like. A, a mind game aspect of like, do you want it? Do you want to even know, or do you want to know? Like, would it be better if I just let that things play out in this match and let and focus on this match? And because I have no control of the other one, right? And
2: so, and that's what I mean. Ultimately, that's what came of it. Is all they could do was win, and it wasn't exactly. not enough. There was even a rumor, like a spurred rumor at Anfield that like fan, uh, there was a handful of fans that were getting excited because they had thought it went 3-3. I
1: saw oh that. I was mad confused. <laughs> and like
2: like Liverpool fans in the stands were like like so pumped and like I wasn't everyone it wasn't like when they went up 1-0 and 2-0 but for some
1: reason that little rumor slipped out and
2: Cost, uh, it was cost, probably, it was probably them. some dickhead away, fan. Yeah, it was Yeah. It was
1: probably like an old geezer with no phone and they were probably just like bugging out. I there mean, there was
2: one guy with a radio, like a handheld radio and so an funny. antenna and hand headphones. I was like, one, how do you even hear that? And two, are you even getting the, I would have like, been like, channel? how did
1: you, how did you even get that in there? Yeah. That all, that too. I don't even know. But, <laughs> I mean, when you're there, like you guys have been there, like, do you have like phone service? Like,
0: dude, no, I didn't. My phone like crashed.
1: I luckily did. At but Old like, Trafford. But, like, definitely, was, like, at a game like that when everyone has their phones out, like, you definitely don't. Oh, yeah. Like, everything's like, yeah, jamming the, yeah, 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 jamming like, the like, server. Like you're probably looking at your phone, like, what's the score? And it won't yeah. load. And it's like, ah. Yeah. Well,
0: I don't know how it is with older stadiums. I mean, at Old Trafford, I was, I had no service. Eventually, it caught on. I don't. It took, like, the entire game. Because I was pissed. Because I wanted to put things up on, obviously, social media. And then at Wembley, it was fine. There was no issues. Oh, I don't know if that's because it's a newer stadium or, or not, but. Um. But, yeah, so overall, I think just two wild games and, and a wild way to finish the season off with City winning the league in, in that style. It's not just any style. It's a comeback, um, and they clinched it, and it was yeah. me sitting here. I was alone. Connor was on Zoom. Uh, I was losing my head. That, did, in, that, that did indeed record on our uh, work website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's uh, people can watch me sp- Scream and curse for two hours if they'd like. Yeah, that was kind of funny. We,
2: that was <laughs> wow. like our first day of work. We, not our first day, but a Monday, first day of the week. And I, I was like, you know, I better check. And sure enough, like, there it was. Someone sent was this. Like, Someone
0: found out and they sent it to us. And, and I, I was like, like, oh my God. Nice. We, we wanted to keep it on our, We didn't want to say anything. And we didn't say anything bad on it. We just kind of cursed like I would normally curse on the podcast. But like, I was like, I don't want anybody to see this. Because it's like us recording. It's like yeah. our podcast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, And then... Someone sent it, and I was like, "Well, that's a rap, but no one else mentioned it, but it was just a funny moment.
2: That's mad, funny. Kyle was like um, in the chat saying how it's an ever ten fan probably texted one of their Liverpool fans that it went three, three, and, and he was also saying that yes, signal doesn't exist. It's just like it's just so yeah. you try to get messages and yeah, but actually going on like the internet and stuff is pretty difficult. Yeah. Liverpool do have one more game to play. Jalen.
1: Yeah, the one you're about to lose.
2: It's going to be an sh- absolute showdown.
0: Unfinished business, as Salah put it. Exactly
1: right. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Unfinished business was last year when you lost 3-1. That wasn't the same team. You had everyone but Van Dyke. Who didn't uh, you
2: have? I don't think Matt was healthy. We, had, Dude, we played what? Well, who did we play? Matt Phillips and... Uh, Reece Williams against okay, you. Okay, you
1: still had Robertson. You still had Trent. You still had Tiago. You still had Mo. You still had Mane. You still had Roberto. Do you
2: genuinely think the fourth place team of last season is the same
1: team of this season? So you're telling me they're just suddenly like this much better players this season?
2: What is what is Madrid? What do you mean? Like you're not you're, you're better this season? I would think. Yeah, and we I would are. say. But yeah, like, we are head I, to head, I don't think that it's like. I think we're a different team. We we've literally competed in everything. We pushed for the quadruple. To say that the team of last season that barely qualified is the same team that did this did what we did this season, it's big changes. Like having a steady back line, and there was obviously when you pull Fabinho out of the midfield, it's a huge dynamic switch because he slides
1: into the back line. I don't remember who the center back pairing was against Madrid, but it was probably Nat. It probably wasn't it wasn't Reese Williams. It was probably Nat and um. It was probably Nat and Fabinho, to be yeah, honest with it you. it might have been,
2: but I know that was, was like an ongoing issue last season. Um,
0: I don't think it's the same Liverpool, per se, like team. It's the same players, just you're playing on a higher level because, like you said, they're fit. And Diaz. We have but really. I, I think if you had all those players... Like,
1: you, you Diaz have, is the oh, X, factor. Diaz you is an, X factor. You
0: have Liverpool playing at their best... I don't think with we were same, at our best with the lines. same play with yeah. the same players. Like it's the same team. Yeah.
1: If there's one thing Madrid has, it's not a steady back line. So I think they wondering
2: who they're going to pick. Is Alaba back?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he should. Yeah, Alaba's back. I don't, someone is not healthy for the final. I, do, I can't remember who it is. Um. I, don't know. I think it. I think Alabas. So healthy. Yeah, but he's not going to play unless they put him instead of Carvajal. I think. For, I think Ferlin was the doubt, supposedly, and, at the beginning. That would be
2: that would be a pace mismatch if Ferlin's not in on Mo. So yeah, true. Uh, Ferlin's a liability
1: in the fucking air, though. If there's any cross, that dude has no idea what's going it's
2: on. A, I mean, both spots on the pitch are going to be what matter, and it's going to be the right back positions and how well the defender can hold up against like deadly trench
1: slow ass
2: isn't doing anything against Vinny. I told you, though, Canate, I think, can offer a bit of pace coverage over, I think, Matic. I know, but if the
1: thing is, like, Liverpool plays purely on, like, going forward. And if they get count, like, caught on the counter against either, like, Rodrigo and Vinicius, like... That's what worries me most is, like, just like
2: Spurs, Madrid thrive on the counter. That's how they beat City. That's how they beat Chelsea. And I think I Liverpool think, are most susceptible on a team that counters. I think Real Madrid are going to win. Personally. I'm worried they, they will win. I, I just I think, mean, they're capable of it, and they don't lose finals. They do not lose European...
0: Knockout competitions, students. too. Like, they're just...
2: But... Class. I mean, the story is there.
0: I mean, it's not going to be... It's Dare not, I bring it up? It's but not, 1980, it's Paris was yeah. <laughs> the
2: last time that Liverpool beat
0: Madrid in a final. It's, it's not going to be like a... <laughs> it's crazy. It's not going like to be a, dominant one way or the other. I think it's going to be very even, and I think... I think
1: I think it's either going to be even or like Liverpool is going to blow us out, like just like destroy us.
0: I don't know. Salah's kind of underwhelming, and I mean my, Luis Diaz. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but now he's, he's just means, he, he's got that edge.
1: Yeah, I was, was going to say he's purely filled by hate right now. And Sadio has been in like Sadio no, on the last. I think, a think Diaz was in Sadio al- yeah. outrageous form. And Carvajal has like one leg. I think in, like, Diaz is your biggest
2: brain. threat. I honestly hope Diaz bags like a brace and we win like two one or something.
1: <laughs> and like Jota, like. You think, wait, who wouldn't start? Jota? Who, yeah. would, who would play center forward? Samane's so been playing center forward, yes. right?
2: So, Sadio's been playing through the middle. TS plays off the left, and Salah plays on the right. It's kind of sick. It's going to be a massive That's game. That's kind of sick.
0: And the midfield is going to be a battle in itself. Kyle yeah. just made made a, a good point in terms of Madrid's midfield; is it is
1: class. So at the end of the day, it's it is class. But dude, they're so old. Yeah. Like we need what we need is uh, Valverde to start, and we need Kamavinga to start.
0: You know what? I can't wait for him. I can't wait for Henderson to not start, and then once Liverpool lose, he's going to say it's because we didn't have Henderson in the midfield to uplift the play. I think Henderson is going to start. I'm not saying he's. Not I hope going Kates to or going to start. No. But no. I'm saying, I, I hope it's Tiago. I have been seen no, a lot of <laughs> flack on him
1: lately, <laughs> even though he played good for a good string of games.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just... Sound cleverly? I think he's careless with the ball sometimes, <laughs> which is, like, a bit worrisome. I, in I think he's
1: just, like, not checked in some games. Like yeah, he's just, like, like, on another planet.
0: Defensively, too. It's not just in the ball. It's, like, which is his best asset on the ball. Right. But I think he, he was part... Uh, I think it was, was it against Benfica when he was one of the reasons why you guys were so, uh, I guess... It might have been Villarreal. Sorry, VRL yeah. not been yeah. So he in that game he himself was he was one of the key like, players that was checked to, out, yeah. and he, we were like we need to get
2: him off. Yeah,
0: and he did come off. I think Henderson will start too. I mean, he should.
2: I think it. Well, the good news is Tiago and Fab are back in training. Tiago obviously picked up an injury versus Wolves, and it he was visibly upset because that might have been the end of his season. But Klopp said he's recovered surprisingly well. Um, so. Surprisingly. Yeah, the air quotes the air Thumbs up. It's all coming. But uh, I think that's the midfield we should run with is Fab, Thiago, Hendo. It's just a matter of if you want to put two injured players and take that risk of like you might have to use an early sub. But I think it's five in Champions League. It's five. Yeah. Van Dijk also didn't play on the weekend.
1: He was on Van the- Dijk was also another big Well, big he was question.
2: on the bench versus Wolves. So I was like, okay, at least he's healthy. He can go on if need be. But he didn't play, and I was like— it's that down like do you want him playing in the lead up to just stay match fit like keep nah, in the flow nah, you really but know. he's he's a guy I think that it doesn't really matter
1: um, so but getting those players back is
0: for sake it. of time um, prediction
1: Uh, like a reality standpoint I would probably say 3-1 Liverpool
0: damn okay Jalen
1: I think it's going to go to pens
0: and I, I, don't think I, don't, for, I don't I don't I don't think,
1: think Real Madrid is possible of a Defensive pen, like I don't, like I don't think they could. I
2: think it might be like a two-two or a one-one. I, one I think it's going to be, and I don't think we'll I think win. It's,
1: I think this is a win or a loss like I, okay. for either uh, team. I, I don't, don't think,
2: think Liverpool will win on penalties. Penalty kicks. I don't think it's possible. Who
0: wins on penalty kicks? Madrid. Okay, you say Liverpool. I'll go two-one Real Madrid.
2: That's our predictions, Kyle. You got a prediction? You can throw it in, Everton fan. and <laughs> Ancelotti. Goes away from Everton, hoping to just not allow Liverpool to get seven. Um, <laughs> it would be crazy if we do make it happen.
1: That man loves Everton. That man is going to do everything against Liverpool, <laughs> and then he's going to be like, this is for you, Everton.
0: Yeah. So he says 2-2, but Madrid steal it. Second time, half, extra time.
2: Yeah, and the other thing is just like Madrid have that like weird edge. It's like they normally they have it because they're European royalty, but this season it's like, they already did what it. What do they have? Yeah. It, They've done it, it three times. Three times. It looks like Chelsea. PSG, yeah. PSG, Chelsea yeah. and
1: uh similar to the City. likes of
2: what Liverpool did in twenty nineteen, where like they obviously they were, it was a class side, just as Madrid is, but they're going up against like the best teams like the cities, the Chelsea's, and it's like you don't expect them to squeak it out. Liverpool went up
1: surviving. against. That is, crazy.
0: Liverpool they actually went, have had the hardest run in knockout stages yeah, Liverpool yeah, went yeah. up against. Yeah, look
1: at Liverpool's Liverpool. Liverpool Benfica. Ben well, that's why I'm like, Benfica,
2: Villarreal. Like what? Well, I'm not saying that, but we did have a tough group. But like 2019, it was like Liverpool played Bayern, we played Barcelona, <laughs> and that's why I think there's a comparison that can be made between. And that season, there's a trend. There's a trend. That season, yeah. we just that yeah. season, we just had it. I would definitely you know say the I
1: Barcelona versus in our like city win are very comparable. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 The
2: comeback. Like, mm-hmm. the odds on those had to be all right. Des- so down to the decimal. That seems- Salah admitted that he or did say that he's going to stay an extra year, and then the rest of it we'll get into a bit later. Chelsea has officially been purchased. Well, it's
0: been confirmed that the purchases will go through. Will go through. But it's yeah. not It's been approved. It's been approved. All these fucking
1: approvals. Dude, it's Can't probably... Honestly, it. being at Chelsea, it's probably so annoying having the UK government, like...
0: Dictate everything, Yeah, Yeah,
1: right? just be like, they probably just want him out and just, like, get away from us. Yeah,
0: so it's the, the Premier League and the UK government have confirmed that they will agree... They have agreed um, the sale of Chelsea Football Club to Todd Boley's uh, consortium and... It seems like it's, it's done and dusted for the most part. Obviously, there will have to be official announcements to make that, you know, make everybody relax. But what does this mean for Chelsea, for you guys? And does he think it take, changes anything in terms of who Chelsea Football Club are? Uh,
1: I think it th- brings stability. And I think it brings a. I, I don't think, I think the loan saga and like all that that goes on in Chelsea, I feel like that's kind of over. That's a good point. I feel like they're they're not going to be what they once what they once were with that type of stuff and having like a, I mean, again, that was moderated recently, like the amount of loanies you could have and yeah. like foreign players and stuff like that. But I think they're they just, still seem to have a huge. Number. I <laughs> think somehow. I think they're f- like just like their buying power is going to be way lower, and I think it'll be more sil- similar to Liverpool in the fact it's going like, to be an American owner. Yeah, and so, as
2: much as like everyone is like, oh. We hope they don't run out like the other American owners, like the business side of things, where it's just spent spend like buy, sell, buy, sell for even to try to make funds meet and money make the money make sense. I think that's what it's gonna be like. There might be the injection of funds, but it's gonna be a stingier owner. Roman was so generous in how he approached the club. I think the
1: extreme aspect is united. And then I think the lesser side is like Liverpool. Yeah, I think Liverpool is like the best type of like balance you can get because like obviously they don't they were they didn't buy players that one year, but then they obviously splashed the cash on Louis Diaz this year, yeah. and it worked out. So if they yeah. if they find a cool balance like that, but like when they bought like Havertz, Werner, and uh, they bought someone else that year,
0: they like, got Thiago on a free. Georgine, no,
2: Jorginho was earlier. Jorginho was earlier. Oh, Tiago so so Oh, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Low yeah low that.
1: Oh, Ziyech,
0: didn't they? Ziyech, yeah.
1: Ziyech was also a free, though, wasn't he? No,
0: he was a January buy, I think, and then he was... No. Yeah, was he a mid no Mid-
1: he wasn't He came was in the summer I thought
0: yeah but I think he might have been bought I was
1: he no I think he got I think I think he signed in the winter but I don't think he came over
0: no he didn't come over until the summer yeah, yeah so but, yeah, yeah. There but was I a think lo- that was a buy. there's a lot of investment yeah. that was like Frank spent
2: like 180
1: million yeah, or yeah something but like yeah. either way like yeah they that I don't think that summer ever will come back again unless Todd oh. boyle decides to it's kind of it's annoying when you have an owner that owns something else yeah
0: because there's there's like O'Branovic I mean he, I don't know what else he did besides But that's like business business I mean it. it's annoying when you effect. own another <laughs> yeah. sports
1: team like it's just like it's very hard to like Yeah you can't just dump it no all No matter into what one. they say a, a sports owner prioritizes another another organization that he owns over another yeah.
0: Exactly and he's not from the he's not from the UK so there's obviously also other stakeholders at large in this in this consortium but Yeah uh, and it they will may, may have not more say but kind of more persuasion because some of them are, you know, domestic to England. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think, I think it does switch up the loan thing. I didn't even think about that. It's a good point. Also, I think the rough, grueling manager switch ups will be completely like, I guess, dissolved. There'll be less of that going on. And I think this, the generosity, like we mentioned of um, funds is going to be, Completely different for
2: Abramovich. It wasn't a business decision. It was simply a place to like invest, and then it would be for
0: final sale. Yeah, but I don't think he would ever willingly sell it. It's funny because he probably came in and was like, "He's like, I'm just going to throw a lot of money at this, see what happens." And he's like, "This is working. Let's keep doing it." Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah he's, like, this, he's like, "Yeah, this is fun." <laughs> um, but yeah, I think
2: it definitely will be a lot different look for Chelsea. Yeah. The good thing is they have a lot of youth talent, so yeah, that goes a long way.
0: And they have two shell, which is like you have a great manager you have funding you have they have they have to be able to show a, a certain amount of money in terms of investment like i'm pretty sure that was part of the deal and they do mm-hmm. and so like if that is there then then that could lead to the continued continued success of chelsea football club but just in a different way
1: they're coming into a good spot as opposed to like newcastle who is pretty much starting from ground zero yeah, exactly yeah so also I hope. think I think it'll, it's going to it's it'll benefit them, but it'll be a different picture. It's also
2: huge, and the fact that they got this. Hopefully, we'll get this sealed before the summer window fully ramps. Up. Yeah,
0: because like you don't want to miss out on things or get things rolling when you would now.
2: And if you miss out in the top four race now on a full summer because you didn't have your shit sorted, you're literally asking to fail. Yeah, too to leave. You're going to be.
0: Because like you don't want you don't want, you don't want any setbacks for next season. No, if and you're Chelsea, mean, yeah, you don't. Want they anything. might
2: already be looking at they face a setback, like Rudiger leaves, and had they had an owner, there might have been a chance to keep him. I don't think really there would have been a legitimate chance, but he season, he made the public statement of uh, without set in stone leadership, I can't stay at this willingly stay at this club. Also, yeah. the
0: season itself where they lost two finals, so it's like. He, they had zero success in terms of trophies. And if, if they're going into anything into the summer or into next season uh, with any setbacks, then they're going to be concerned about that happening again. Yeah. But overall, I think good stuff for Chelsea Football Club. They got the deal just over the finish line, and we'll see what happens this summer.
2: Yeah, another team with loads of upside and potential for what's going on in the summer window Due to their Champions League qualification, <laughs> is indeed Tottenham Hotspur led by the Antonio Conte got him top four. That was what he phrased as the league title for Tottenham this season. If they could achieve top four, it would be the equivalent of winning the Premier League. He said that back in like February, which was looked at like when was the last time a huge they were in the dig Champions at the club? League? Like two years ago,
1: it wasn't two two.
0: 2019.
1: Oh yeah, they lost. It was was when Messi was still at Barca. Because I remember that game. They lost. He's been at PSG for two seasons. 2020,
2: 2021. This is 2022. So, I think 2019. Because then they played in. Yeah,
1: I know. But, I mean, Tottenham may not have been there. Because
2: they played in Europa League in 2020. And then I think because they played. Did they play in Europa? And then they played in this season. They played in the Conference League.
1: Yeah, but they missed European football entirely before the European League. The European. No. What do you mean? They've never, ever missed out on European football?
2: No, they have, but not in recent years.
1: Right? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I was saying, I was saying Champions League in, in general, but I'm pretty sure I last I think the last, last, team, last time was team. when they went to the final. No, they played after that. In the Champions League? Yeah, they, lo- they bo- lost to Barca, I thought. When Barca spanked them, like Coutinho scored that volley outside the box. What, uh, what is this? I was. I when was, just, was the
2: last time Tottenham played Champions League football? Uh, this, it was. It was
1: one year. It was, was Mourinho's Mourinho
0: season. Mourinho. Remember the remember the, the time where the ball boy like threw the like quickly got the ball and it was like the whole spectacle where he like.
2: Oh, so it was. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Oh, maybe it was. They lost to Leipzig. No, that that would be right. What you're saying is correct.
1: Oh, okay. So Big, 20,
0: massive winky. Americans can 100% talk about football. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate the... Uh, Give us, call us on our bullshit, though, yeah, if you think we're wrong. Yeah, let us know. We actually love the the feedback. Yeah, so it was... I'm pretty sure they lost to, to Leipzig. It was yeah. the last time they played in the Champions so League. So
2: 2020 under Mourinho. Um, but Either way, they qualify. They just announced the media. The fee is a mixed bag as to how much money was going to be injected into the club in order to purchase players this summer. But I saw most common was, and probably most realistic 150 million euros is probably what Conte will get to spend. And that's in an effort to keep him at the club as well, because he didn't make a statement confirming that he will be at the club long-term. And we all know that Conte is a manager that doesn't stay at clubs for an extended period of time to begin with. He's kind of get in, get out, try to get some hardware. Tottenham's a different club because they just don't win hardware, not to just shit on them, but like there is a little bit of building up that needs to take place.
0: And the lack of investment in which Conte looks for in clubs is also a so factor.
2: Is I guess the first question, well, props, props to him for bringing this team to the Champions League. I mean, it it is a quality team. His two signings were certainly crucial in getting him there. They need to sign Kulisevsky on a permanent. There is no doubt. He contributed like no other on the back half of the season. Um, is already on a permanent and then probably need to bolster their right wing back. They also need to sign uh, Romero. I believe he's still on loan. But say they only... They only get $150 million. I believe his contract to buy is $40 million, which is expensive. So Spurs are going to have to do some business. Conte's the guy. More players are going to be likely to stay. Maybe you don't need $40 million
0: to keep Romero just because they will be playing Champions League football. I don't know. Does, I've, I've does said Conte th- stay? Yeah, I think he stays. And I said this. I've, I'm beating a dead horse or not. I guess not. I'm just repeating something I've said a lot. Um, but... Yes, I, I, I think Conte with a full summer, with full investment, with backing, and like the backing that he's getting, A, it will it'll, it'll keep him at the club, which is the most important thing you want, considering their success in making Champions League football, which is considered a successful Tottenham Football Club at this point. And... Um, as well as the players and how well they're playing. Like Son, Kane, Kulseski, Um, Romero, I guess can be a little brash at times, but he's still a capable center back. Um, there's players of that team that can... Holyberg, players in this team that are there's a lot to work with at this moment. So I think there's a lot to look forward to. They seem to be bought into Conte already, the players there. And with financial backing and with a full summer, bringing the right players in, they're going to be a serious threat next year, in my opinion. It's just a matter of... If Spurs as a cult uh, as a culture and as a club don't be Spursy as they say, because um, there seems to be that cultural aspect with clubs where it's like they can never just do it. Like Leicester forever. I mean, obviously they won the Premier League, but like Leicester and in winning the FA Cup, like all right, they're still a team that can can get the job done at times. And mm-hmm. um, that's a smaller example of that. But Spurs, in in this sense, they need to win something. They are a club that has a lot of has had a lot of investment. Uh, for a short stint they did with Poch, and they had that moment of almost winning something in the Champions League. But now, then they teetered off, and then off manager signings, and now they have this one manager who seems to be getting the right uh, right things out of these players. So, I'm looking forward as a neutral. I don't really have any feeling towards Tottenham anyway, Um, but I think when they're playing well, they're exciting to watch. So, yeah. um, Looking forward to it. Play attractive football.
1: What's um. Harry Kane has a big. It's in the middle of a big ass contract, isn't he? You think he stays this summer? Who? Sorry, Harry. Kane. Yeah, I think yeah. the Ship has sailed. Yeah. I, think that
0: sh- I think that 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 just considering his age and and I think at the point what what he sees with Conte, I think he's a little bit more invested.
1: The only team I ever seen linked with Harry Kane is United Manchester City. I've well not anymore. Not anymore. I saw uni- like United. So he's like, already got too many. I don't even know bounce. if
0: I'd want Kane. If I'm being, if that sounds, stu- if that I, don't sounds why, stu- I don't know why. I don't know why you would. Too it's high nasty. pressure of a signing. I think. I think that's a high pressure signing. That's a. a and I also think it's his age. We need it. We already have a player that can get. Eight, he had. Eight, he had more goal. We had a player, and Ronaldo who had more goals than Kane did. So it's like, not saying he's a. I'm not saying Ronaldo is, of now is better than a goal scorer than Kane is, but he can get the job done in a position that we'd. Ra- I'd rather s- sign someone young and hungrier who we can has mold, something to prove. Who, who, something to prove. Like, I think Kane is a top player. I think last summer, yes, it would have been great to have him. But I just feel like Kane is only getting older. We already have an older style style player in Ronaldo who can do the job in goal scoring and get the goals when we need them. But a a younger, hungrier player would be better, I think, for the long term. Kane's a, a quick fix solution, which could go wrong considering United's many things, the many things United have to fix as a club. So,
1: I don't know. Last thing they need is an attacker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, another good point. I don't want to spend eighty million on a forward and then <laughs> have nothing for a center back, so
2: <laughs> or a CDM. But
0: <clears throat> we move towards
2: the relegation conversation, which is now sealed its fate. Burnley signed their whatever death certificate and sacking Sean Dyche, and although they came close with a late push, it wasn't enough, and Leeds. Led by big, massive, winky face, Jesse March. I know the Americans, <laughs> they're kind of coming over into English football. It's slow and it's steady, but um, he does get leads of full chance. They're, they're playing Premier League football for another entire year. is going to be out the door. It looks like he put in his transfer request to, with, Barcel- ho- well, with hopes to head to Barcelona. Well,
0: I'm pretty sure Barcelona are like... They they already have a, like a delivered an official deal with them or official offer with Leeds football club. And so I think uh
1: it's only a matter of time until this deal's done. I don't like understand that squad, dude. I don't like under like I don't understand their goal. They have Fati, they have Depay, they have um it's so they weird. have Luke Degong, they have they're about to get Trincao back. Is Memphis still there? Yeah. Yeah, you just said DePay, yeah. Depay oh, Depay, whatever. Yeah.
2: Oh, I yeah, I just missed it completely. <laughs> you, yeah, Brand
1: like they're, they're just they had Aguero before that like hard thing. Like, well, they
0: have a
2: yang, They have Traoré. They have Traoré. I don't think they can. They're not going to pay him. To they're not going to pay him.
1: But... I, I don't know what they're going to do about a Bamieang. Like they like I see him insult so, so like weird. they're in they're in like heavy talks with Lewandowski. Like, yeah. like, where are they fitting these players on the squad? Like, and for a club that supposedly has a tight budget, why do they just sign
0: infinite attackers? Dude, it's it's like it's like they're playing a game of FIFA Career Mode. I'm not even kidding. Like, who can we buy? Like, who can we just it's, get some random players? It's like spent players, though. Yeah, I know. You know but, what I mean? Why, why it, do you want Marcus it, Alonso? It's like, it's like when you're playing... you <laughs> like DUD defenders. It's like when you're playing FIFA career mode. He's and not a defender. <laughs> it's like when you're playing manager career mode, and you're, like, 10 seasons in, and that's who's at the, at the team, at the at the club. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. just, like, random players. Like, it makes no sense.
1: Marcus Alonso is a left foot. He has no defensive capabilities. Yeah, as left
0: on the way, like... It's oh, actually, he can defend a little bit. Yeah, better. but he's like 55. He's also really Slow old, he's as fuck, 35 yeah. years old right now. I think or something like that. But, um, he's the most I, ancient, ancient man on the fucking planet. Speaking of, on leads, I think Jesse March did the job he came in to do. It wasn't easy. It was a completely like brainwashed side. Not in like a negative way, but a team that was fully invested in uh, Marcelo Bielsa's system. And he was able to get the job done. It was not easy. It wasn't pretty at times. But I always loved his post-match press conferences. I always loved um, his energy that he brought to the to the side. And I think an American getting success, or what he, I guess you can call it success, or having a significant role um, in a Premier League side is always good to see. So I, I'm just happy that he got the job done, and I'm happy there aren't, you know, I guess the the local community of, of Britain shitting on Americans for, for management and football. So... Uh, I'm happy that he got it done, and I'm excited to see yeah. him next Do you season. think
1: they would have been in that position under Beasley?
0: Yeah, I think they would have gotten relegated. 100%. Yeah. They conceded way too many goals. Like, l- way too he many He was goals. unwilling to change anything. Yeah. I don't think they would have been relegated under Beasley. I, I think they would have. I think they would have.
2: Dude, they they lost, like, what did they lose? 5-0 to Spurs? They lost, like, 4-1.
1: All right. They also lost like five, like but five. You, they lost 5 0 to City, but, too. But you could, put that this City, year but, was
2: like way worse than last year. But where you they could would you lose could, and you and could bounce back. They didn't have the same legs, le, or legs. Calvin Phillips coming back was a bit massive, probably in them yeah. staying up. Gellhard came out of nowhere, like, had a lot of influence to offer
0: the. Usses. I think the
1: results that Jesse Marsh got, Pisa would have gotten the same ones.
0: No, I think the side played slightly different. I think they were a bit more organized and less goals conceded. Still, and it's not just like I'm, it's an American. So I want to like say it's all him. I just think I got if you if you were really watching Leeds from an objective point of view, you could see that Bislah had to go. It wasn't just I liked him too. I I I thought he was. A, I think he's a great manager, and he has. I think with. I guess, better suited players, his system would work really well. It's just that it wasn't getting done, and it got to a point where it was like it's time for him to, to probably leave.
1: And no, I agree. I'm not, like I don't, I'm not going to like argue against the sacking and all that. I just don't think what Jesse March did was as great in my opinion.
0: I think Jesse March is a top manager. It's just that he had a bad stint at Leipzig, it's also hard to make any sort of impact or yeah. in
1: that
2: short of a period of
1: time.
0: Yeah,
2: I, I think um,
0: so. it will. It will all honestly mean more
2: next season. Next is where season, he makes his so money. like
0: it, he could easily go. Like we joke about the two month in getting sacked. Like that could happen. Like just considering that Leeds are still a club that are going to lose players and they're going to have to sign the right players. And it's going to be a, a another season where there's going to be a lot of investment all over the board. So it's like who can invest in the right areas and get the right players in. And losing Rafinha is a huge loss. He yeah.
2: is the like only reason that club stayed up. Yeah. this season. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's in talks, and it's supposedly agreed that Brendan Aronson is going to be joining Leeds. Um, uh, it'll be a duo, an American duo at the club, but like I, I, he's not going to do what Rafinha did. There's no doubt that,
1: like he's just, he's probably getting the ten. I'm assuming if Rafinha leaves, that'd be cool.
0: But I I just don't like. Two, two completely different players. It's also a lot like, of
1: pressure. Say, like, he
0: got to 10, I feel like that's a lot of pressure for Aronson because it is a competitive hard league, and he's still really young. So yeah, it's just a matter of it, – it's going to come down to management. Right. And like, it's going to all come down to Jesse March. Style of play. Yeah. Hopefully he can implement the
2: counter press well, and if he can find success in that, there's a lot of teams in the Premier League that do. Whether Leeds is going to have the caliber of player and the depth to do that over the course of a full season, I think that's something that has always been an obstacle for Leeds. Is they just don't, they simply don't have the depth to play a full season. Yeah, and I mean it was glaringly obvious under Bielsa's style of play because all they did was. Run ragged up and down the pitch, concede goals, but then they'd go and chase goals. Um, but Jesse March has a lot to figure out. I think he's capable of it. Um, he's also very transparent with fans, which I think goes a long way for a club like Leeds and their fans and support. Um, so it, it'll be it'll be fun to watch next season. Um, I hope.
0: We I hope. I I only wish him the best because, like I said, I want an American to do well. Yeah. At the end of the day. So, yeah. We're, we're I'm being biased. biased. We're being to a little biased here. Little <laughs> bias, but um, Kyle, because you're
2: joining us tonight, just wanted to give you a quick shout out. Um, well, I'll shout this out. He just said one of his friends plays for Leeds um, <laughs> and trains with the first team occasionally. Yeah. And he said that Rafinha supposedly agreed that. One, that's fucking cool as hell. <laughs> that's fucking insane. Allegedly. Good for good for you and your friend. Um, but, yeah, it does seem like Rafinha's packing his bags. And it's like any player's dream is to go play for Barcelona. So, hopefully, I think it, it's right that he's earned it and it would be a good especially thing to like, see him go. I mean, that was Coutinho.
0: Exactly he, that. He made him from Brazil. I mean, you had players like Ronaldinho and, and Rivaldo, yeah. like legends of the game that, like, Barcelona come calling even if you're from Brazil or not you don't really say that and no. you can't so. you can't not take a chance
1: you're one player Kylian Mbappe
0: <laughs> that's madrid <laughs> but
2: yeah um I'm just saying you know I know those yeah. big spanish well, clubs I, yeah before Kyle mentioned that I was just going to say shout out to you the pick that you sent us was absolutely awesome um from Everton the final, final day of the season your club props to them for staying up they put a, oh that was that was the game before that Oh, yeah yeah, right. Because when they <clears throat> a few days before when that they one. did indeed stay safe. So I just want to give you that quick shout because you're tuning in, and we really appreciate that. Um, and good for Everton; they deserve to be in the league. And hey, you you gotta fund that new stadium that you're building somehow. So <laughs> can't be playing that in the championship. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a beautiful <laughs> once it's finished. But we want to talk drama. Let's talk United. Oh <laughs> my God! The fucking rats are in the so, castle or whatever so, fucking
0: chant this is all like sources and this is like inside club stuff i don't know how like true this is but it is from so the disclaimer is then dropped
2: so yeah. um, So but there has been a lot of reports going so around. the art,
0: name of this article is Manchester United well players briefing uh against legends ragnick's name and fraught meetings the inside story of the worst Manchester United season in decades by Samuel Samuel Luckers, who we've seen on sky he's very i mean one of the most well known um, journalists in English football, but um, I'm going to break it down by, I guess, category. And I won't. This is all based off. This is all based off Samuel Welker's article, so I'm not stealing any information. Just putting that out there. Uh, so, based off the loss to Brighton and Everton, these were two significant losses in terms of their push for Champions League football. Everton being a loss or a draw, I believe, and then um, Brighton being a a rout. Four 0 loss to Brighton, but um, one one Brighton staff member wished them. Everton a, was a loss. Everton was a loss. I was just it was in April, so I, I honestly That's don't. When Gordon scored that one goal. We were in Dublin. <laughs> I was oh watching gosh. from McGregor's pub. Oh gosh, so, oh, sad. I was so pumped! I was like still sick too. It was brutal. Um, Brighton's, a Brighton staff member wished them a safe journey. Uh, and what was quoted from a united official supposedly was what a waste of time in quotes uh Ronaldo sat in the dressing room at brighton for 20 minutes um and was actually escorted out and then esc- and then he went back in by himself and supposedly um some players left separately from that game at, after the mx uh under ragnick he was described as a filtered version due to his open press conferences players were not happy with his message methods, methods as well as stating the club needing a open heart surgery uh Players were alienated, and uh, it was a dressing room that was toxic, full of backbiters and spitefulness. Is quoted from the article itself. Uh, Sounds
2: like middle school girls' drama. Ragnick <laughs>
0: was referred to as Specs behind his back for his glasses. Um, Love that. Players blamed his <laughs> tactics and decision makings and subs. Chris Armas, who was one of his, I heard uh,
1: that. I heard that one was Rashford. Rashford, who I, was specs one they said um what's his name who's specs. the united guy on on twitter goldbridge goldbridge he's like, oh like players make like making nicknames for the uh uh, for the gaffer, the same ones that are asking for an extension from the club, yeah, and the ones that didn't and the ones that, are in the are ones that aren't playing are, 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 are Rashford and with,
2: with that specific point, is the Specs thing is that like disrespectful to him? It was, behind his,
0: it was behind his back. It wasn't like they were going up to him and like joking around with him. It was like okay, that that's what the article states. Right. So I'm not like this is hopefully
2: what, it's not just the media getting a hold of that and like because like it wouldn't be outlandish for a club or some players to have a nickname. Like if Klopp was called Specs by a few, I like, know, that's like, a little disrespectful. But of
0: a, it's like in a club that's in turmoil to call to joke around I don't know like so that would never fly under Sir Alex and I'm pretty sure that would not fly under under Klopp I'm sorry like behind his back no the behind his back
2: thing is what makes it seem obviously
0: it's shady way more toxic yeah but. Uh, and Chris Armas which is one of the uh, I think he was from Red Bull New York was brought on by um, Ragnick uh, was considered out of his depth a source said that Rashford and Lingard were given zero instructions or game plan when it's being subbed on against Manchester City which was lost uh was a 4-1 loss and they uh, looked
1: lost during that game they looked, they
0: looked yeah i mean that they came on and they didn't really do anything um, players didn't care about Ragnick's advice players called one another's uh, teachers pets and pushed off competitors for positions so anyone who felt like they were being com- you know any competitors that they felt they were basically just like there was just shit talking it seems um, people players are mind boggled by a longest playing time as well, which is weird because he's probably one of our brightest players from the season. Um, a senior team meeting was held without McGuire, which is pretty insane. Yeah. And uh, senior players, <laughs> I want to se- hear the nicknames for Maguire. Senior, senior, player- <laughs> senior, senior players, senior players, senior players seem to hijack the meeting itself with Ragnick. Um, this is going to ownership uh, in like backroom staff, upper management, according to a source, upper management pandered to players. Uh, this included p- the prospect of Conte and uh, going to Ronaldo for his thoughts. Uh, and there was like a—I don't know how true this is—but potentially like Ronaldo did not want, like, considering the work rate that was demanded by Conte, it wouldn't fit Ronaldo's style and his age. So he was basically a no-go. Uh, which like was partially as a reason, I guess, partially a reason. I don't know how true that is. That seems a little bit non ridiculous in my opinion. I feel like Ronaldo wouldn't be like, "No, I don't want Conte." I don't—I don't know. I I can, I can definitely see it though.
2: Conte is a big personality.
0: He is. It would clash, but I feel like he's a serial winner and he demands a lot. And Ronaldo does demand a lot.
1: Um, but I can definitely see like Ronaldo being like, I'm like, what is he? 36 now? 35? 37? 37? Yeah, he's old, and it's just like, I mean, he's definitely stamina wise, he's not what he used to. Like you can oh, see, yeah. you can Wait, see that, you can even see that Juventus when he's like 33, 34, like he transitioned to that central role that he plays now. Like where he doesn't have to run a lot. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, even under Radnick, he was like the, the pr- whole idea of the gang. And Radnick called him out. For yeah, me. yeah. There was,
2: which that, I thought was fucking petty of p- pundits called him
1: out.
0: Pundits called. P- people were like, "Oh, he's not doing his but job." Then you, right.
1: But then you see, like, you watch the games later, and it's like Rashford and them were like this. Uh, obviously, we've talked about this, but like Rashford and like Lingard, Longa would be standing there, and Ronaldo's running back from the nine position to like defend. Yeah, and yeah, it's just like it's kind of bullshit. Ralph
2: also just did a shitty job of implementing his own system.
0: Yeah, I think it's a failure on Ralph, but it's also I think of a lot of player privilege and a lot of player, uh, a lot of player privilege. At the end of the day, um, end of Ole. So this is towards the end of his tenure. Um, a player not in favor considered Ole finished two months into the season, and then a month later he was sacked. Um, Ronaldo kept the locker room together, and young players actually looked up to him and appreciated him. Uh, Ole asked if he was still trusted in a team meeting one one time. And player, according to a player, um, most of the room's heads were down and avoiding eye contact. <laughs> this is all, I'm going to say it again, quoted by the Samuel Luck. Like not This is obviously not quote for quote, but from the article itself. Um, and then speaking of Maguire, Ma- Baye couldn't believe Maguire's consistent game time, considering his form. Players considered him not good enough, and a lot of players put or some players put their poor performances on the fact that he was playing poorly, being their captain.
1: Honestly, that's like out of all the things you said, that's completely justifiable. In the McGuire one, yeah, one hundred percent. He did not deserve to be on the pitch at any time.
0: And it's the way
2: he handled it. That's what really threw me for a loop. Was like the way that he would come out and say, like, kind of sound full of himself in a sense of like, um, I start every match for this club, like. Yeah, obviously I'm a qualified and good enough player. Like,
1: yeah, like he's defending himself, but like there were certain times he like defended people on the England team and like wouldn't defend his teammates on United team, and it's just like yeah, he he chose to be a leader when he wanted to, and I don't think he would. I think it got to him like all the hate and like I I think he was clouding his own mind with his judgments of like,
0: yeah, he was looking to he was kind of being a narcissist in the sense. I don't know. He was just like I he wasn't aware of his own. He wasn't self-aware. It was weird. Um, Yeah, and I mean,
2: granted, there was loads of said about him and all the shit that he's dealing with. It's hard to understand that and what
0: the natural human reaction might be. Yeah. Um, At the end of the day, I think if all this stuff is true, though, and it could be, it could uh, some of it could be you know lost in translation or he said she said kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like it's you don't really know how true everything is. But
2: yeah, and it could be like writers filling in the gaps of like. Oh, they saw someone walk out of the stadium and walk back. Or like oh, that kind of stuff. Like it could be a little bit of
1: storytelling. Exactly. Um, so I think this guy's pretty reliable though. Well, Samuel, yeah, he yeah, is, he is. He's, yeah. he's this
0: is from the Manchester Evening News. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a very well established you can't imagine they're just gonna like shit on the club it's a, unless there's reason to. It's heard.
1: like the official He like built this portfolio throughout the season. Probably. Exactly.
0: Like it's an official um outlet for Manchester, like Manchester United football club. And I think if it is true, and it, it seems like it could be because it's a horrible. It was their worst season in decades. It, I think a lot of it's on the players. I, I, Ragnick, yeah, sound they, like they're behaving like children. They are. It, it seems like they are, they're high school kids, uh, unhappy with the fact they're not getting playing time or things aren't going their way. It's like these are professional players get paid a shit ton of money, and yet they backstab. They they. They call the manager names when they shouldn't be. Yes, the manager is to be blamed on some level here, but you're a professional athlete and you have the privilege to play for a prestigious club with a lot of history that demands a lot of a certain style of play and, and um respect when you're wearing it that jersey. So overall, I think it's a lot of the players being brats, if I had to put it in a word. But yeah uh and I hope Ten Ha can come and clear some house and really, you know, shake things up for the betterment of the club, for the betterment of the players that want to be there. De Gea even said it at the end of the we lost Crystal Palace in front of Ten Hag, one nil, um, and it was a poor, poor back pass from or poor decision making from Bruno, um, which led to a Zaha goal. So, I think. De Gea, De Gea said in his own words if you don't want to be here then don't be here if you want to be here then let's work to let's work to succeed and let's work to be a club next year and I think that's what every united fan wants from the club and every Player that wants to be there, hopefully wants. He's definitely someone that should have had the armband. Oh yeah, fight through the season. And it, people say like a goalkeeper at times shouldn't be one because they kind of are on their Cassius own. right. Casillas was. Cassius. Yeah, I was
2: no. looking back at like the Champions League winner captains, winners, and like Casillas was there, well, and, the, and I was like, I three mean, three he's held, year.
1: he's held pretty much every single UCL trophy. But like, like generally speaking, generally, no, speaking, yeah, like no, know, like
0: he in this instance, like he needed to be one because he needed the he needed that extra bit of like pull, I guess. Like the armband for him would have been like more of like more control
1: and his like like they kept making like uh jokes about like grassroots twitter posts and like his were like the only ones that i would look at and be like this is like a real twitter post he's like yeah we sucked like this is terrible like i don't know what's happening like but we're gonna try harder yeah like, i don't know like his his were like real emotions while the other ones you could say be like did your like writer or publicist and just write this on your yeah, page yeah the exactly. neutral
2: appeal of De Gea as well is that One, I don't think he has any enemies in the club. Oh, yeah. And I feel like he's such a veteran and so experienced that even if he has the slightest enemy or, like, person that is not a fan of him, that person knows that it's like, fuck, that guy's right. Like, I'm being a dickhead or, like, oh, I I was petty. or So I think De Gea has that aura. The person
1: that should probably hate him is Dino. (laughs) (laughs) Dino wears hats. Dino. (laughs) Um,
2: But... I think that like De Gea could keep the peace and I think we, we've definitely touched on it, but just the fact that like there's all these pundits out there and a lot of them are United pundits and it's like this shit is happening. It's like they're pointing the finger using all these players. They probably kind of have to because they're on TV in front of the cameras and that's what sells views. But it's like go in there and fucking grab these young players by the scruff of the neck and be like, get your shit together. You're a professional footballer and, like there's a leadership in it. It was always that close knit United community that it was like, "What well, stays on the inside, stays on the inside and they figure it out and sort it they're out. They're protected by the manager. And it doesn't stuff, seem yeah. like those players that are now pointing the finger or ex players, former players of extremely high caliber. It seems like they're even the ones like kind of taking the easy way out. They're feeding and, into and, the they're feeding into like, the drama. I when, think. when Rio Ferdinand accuses United of something or says, Ralph shouldn't say this. Like, what why are you saying that on public television? <laughs> like what do you think people are gonna be it's gonna create a yeah, rift that's already so. already
0: like been like opened? Like Well, it's yeah, like,
1: well they get mad when like Ragnick was like being so open and tearing them apart, but then like a lot of things say like Ole was weak and like he didn't yeah. put his foot down, but Ole protected Rashford, he protected Sancho, he protected Greenwood when he wasn't doing anything. Like yeah. he like yeah. he gave that protection and he was seen as weak because he wasn't putting his foot down. Then you have someone who puts their foot down. I'm. I mean, yeah. I guess says too much sometimes, but it's like he's just being real. It's like
0: what do you want? Like at the end, of it, it's like what are you looking for in a club? And then, do you want transparency? Do you want bullshit? Funny enough, in the in the article, Samuel Luckhurst is like he in his and in it, it says Ole was seen as a substitute teacher, like literally, like that's the level that like Ole you said Ole is like just to fill a fill in like yeah. mm-hmm. and. Unfortunately, I think Ole got did a lot more than he got credit for and was seen out and it seems like on his way out players didn't respect him, which is ridiculous because he gave a lot of those players chances and they played some of their best football in recent times with Ole. We believe it like it sounds crazy, but like yeah, it's it's a mess there and I hope a lot of it can get sorted out. Ten,
2: ten Hogs doing his bit. He went around and shook every Media rep, <laughs> possible. Yeah, and I don't know, maybe hoping to get him on their side, on his side a little bit, just so they don't publish some absolute atrocity. I, I think on the, club.
0: the only thing I'll say to finish it off is that Ten hawk I mean, his, pro, his pro, uh, press conference was positive. It was exciting to hear some of the things he says, but obviously, words are not only words. It's about actions, and um, he did mention an end of an error that. Every club will see made a
2: bold statement in calling out Pep and Klopp. No, he I did. Mean, no, that I was, think very, it's good, that was very bold. United, but, United fans are going to like that. You need that. You need that right now. If you don't set the the bar as high as possible, that's the United standard. Like, yeah. we
0: are that club that's on the level of these, of these, of Liverpool right. and City. So it's like, that's not outlandish to say if you're really looking at your Manchester United no. as a hit, like a historic club. Yeah. So he has right intentions. It's just about action. I, I like his intentions. It's just, we'll see what happens. Yeah, agreed. We'll see what happens. And, That wraps up the Premier League. We will be covering
2: next week our team of the season, all the awards that came out. Yeah. That will all be spoken upon. But we're going to get into the world of transfer rumors. um, And there's a lot swirling because it's all speculative right now. There's a lot of people that could be signed. What ifs? Who may it be? Who's the right person? But there's a lot of names that have already jumped out as far as who might be joining what club. One is already confirmed. Aston Villa have signed Kamara. Jalen, give us your bit on. Uh, this, he's this chap. He's just
1: a he's just a young talent, big frame. He's pretty. He's a he's a tall dude. Um, he's very versatile. I know he can play center back and CDM. I know that was a big thing for United. Um, in January, they were looking at him. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to. We I think we talked about it. It's just like it's hard to commit to such a young player. Um at from, that yeah, from the league it's from, from League yeah. One and like at that time when like is he gonna be the game changer that you want him to be. But um for Villa, uh who I don't know if the chancellor's fully gone through. It's definitely like I'm pretty sure it, the speculative is that he's pretty sure he's gonna sign for Villa. Um it's it's pretty cool. I mean, that Stevie G has this kind of pull to him, even like everyone's excited to see what he can do in the full season and villa has a lot of talent uh we haven't seen the best of leon bailey we haven't seen the best of certain people uh coutinho uh is officially going to stay there obviously yep. so there's a lot of bright side and i think they could pull in a lot more chances this uh off season
2: it also seems like like villa has been a club as of recent that has spent quite a bit of money and it seems like they're still willing to just shell out cash
0: i mean i mean they spent and when they came up, they spent like over a hundred. They million. also
2: they also have valuable players that they could sell. Douglas Luiz might be on the move. Maybe Mourinho wants him at Roma.
1: But like there are players that even guys that like aren't on this like chopping board like Mings, like Maddie Cash, like they could easily like
0: Target's still on loan. Like he still could be sold.
1: Yeah, from, that, from Villa too, get some change there. Right. Yeah, yeah they have Dini. Like they have some high like high profile names like you're saying, and just like. I think they could do some damage if they uh, get right. It's just a matter of Gerard can string it all together. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: they were very, the biggest thing was like how inconsistent they were though when he came in, like they yeah. came in and like, it was hot for a minute and then they have like, they do have the players like Jalen mentioned. It's just, I guess it's also still a hard start when he came in. These are still the same players that were with um, Dean Smith for, for a good amount of time. And it's just working out that old system, working in a new one in a, in a season that's so competitive and it, it I don't think they were close to the relegation spot for a little bit, right? They, were, they weren't that close. They were just low. No, the
1: no, they was really low. they were just
0: kind of low in the league, but they, they were, were,
1: they were like glancing that like lower side of the table exactly, when they yeah. should be mid table, like
0: with the players that they had. Yeah. 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 So I think I, it, it will come down to management in the summer. Like the, it, it's crazy. Like get to the summer is such a big saying for all of these clubs that were having struggling seasons, but you saw, you saw the ability against city. Like they played extremely well and, they can match up with the big boys. It's just the fact of holding their defensive lead. I think Tyron Mings is a very exposed defender. My he's been exposed a lot this season and last season. So it's it's about making the right signings in the back line, and I think Kamara could be a really good asset to that. So
2: yeah, I think so. Um, there's there's more swirling. Uh, well, one finally has been put a cap on Fabio Carvalho officially at Liverpool. Um, he's coming into the club. I mean, it, it's been pretty official for quite some time, but it's basically a, it's it's done. So that's good. Another tacking prowess. He's a true ten. I think he mimics Coutinho's
1: ability. I feel like a mirror in I, a way. I feel like it's kind of weird that he signed for Liverpool when I mean, not like confirmed, but it was pretty much written in the stars that they were gonna Fulham was gonna get full promotion to the league and like he probably would have been an all-out starter.
2: Yeah. I think it's just his aspirations as a player, and I don't know. Maybe it's what he has been promised at Liverpool, but like he's gonna be, he's gonna be learning a lot at the club, and he's gonna mm. be even in training. I think he's gonna be playing a higher level. He's
0: gonna be another Harvey Elliott that's gonna come on and just like.
1: I mean, he might have a bigger. Har- role. He Harvey might, Elliott
0: might be a starter next season. No, I'm right? saying he like, might
1: have a bigger role too. If Sadio yeah. ends up leaving, like yeah, he, he could he could be like their Jota or their Luis Diaz, where like. Jota, Luis Diaz, and Salah start, and he's first one off the bench. He also game. has
2: that midfielder dynamic where he can kind of like play. Liverpool doesn't play with a traditional 10, but if they could somehow implement a 10 to feed these guys and just sit higher up the pitch and distribute and be extremely pinpoint and accurate with those balls through, it, it would be a switch of Klopp's traditional system, but it would be fucking cool to watch.
1: I mean, they're straight away from the 9. I mean, Origi's gone. Yeah. He's going to Milan.
2: Yeah, origi has gone. I mean, Firmino I think is kind of going to be moving into that role player. Jota I think plays a hybrid nine. Um, he can sit high, he can tuck in deep, but he does have that like ability to win tackles and just be a constant presence for the defense. So
1: it's exciting for Liverpool. Definitely. It definitely
2: it's cool, and it's also just not a break the bank signing. With so only, I would say nothing but upside like only good things could come
0: from this yeah you're not, not going to rush him in either like he's going to have time to develop yeah under great so, under great if Salah stay, he'll learn so much from Salah Diaz and and obviously different. Liverpool scouting
2: has been proven and you have to think of just how quickly Diaz panned out like what is this guy Carvalho capable of he scored against City uh, I think it was a tap in in the FA Cup but either way he he's a man for the st- big stage and it's cool. It's going to be cool to watch. I think they still need to push to do business, particularly in midfield.
1: I think they're uh, the another Portuguese player from Porto, Vitinha. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. Like, I've never seen any highlights of him. Um, I've heard the name, mm-hmm. um, but that's another player I saw that they were looking at. Like, that could be pretty cool from that. They're like Liverpool scouts are more. I think it only brings an upside uh, for the Portuguese league because obviously, like. Luis Diaz, like he was a star in Portugal, but now he's showing out in Liverpool, and it's just like more clubs are going to look there. If Wolves have been doing it, yeah. just because of like they're
2: also they were also linked with another Porto player, Fabio Vieira. I think he's a Porto guy that we've been. He's a midfielder, I want to say.
1: Um, Fabio, who?
2: Fabio
0: Vieira, Vie- Vieira.
1: Oh, I have no clue. But, I know I know Sergio Oliveira. I know that one, but I don't know if I guess.
0: I mean, I think at the end of the day you guys just need to make the right investments. I feel like you're at the point this isn't like the same comparison, but like City, they invest more in their depth than Liverpool do, but City's starting lineup, I feel like they're at when even when they won the league, they inv- they bought like Rodri. And then like they just bought the extra player. Yeah. And, they sit there. and like that's kinda of what Liverpool needs is like they need another six or like It's, it's gonna hurt defensive. a lot if
2: Sadio leaves though. Sadio made this weird yeah, that's comment also, yeah. after it was i saw it on sky but it was like just a post training kind of quick little interview and he was like i mean he was really relaxed and no pressure but he was like i'll, I'll make it i'll come out with a decision after the champions league final yeah um and bayern have ramped up pursuits to hopefully sign him he's been he's been the player the second half of the season that's kept us afloat in all of these competitions. So uh he's going to be a huge miss. And that's someone that had kind of gone quiet for all of last season. He mentioned it was the most difficult season of his career. And then even early this season, he was very quiet, but his quality is nothing to be questioned. If he does leave the club, there's going to be voids and it's going to be voids in depth. Obviously Diaz can fill in, but it's then we next man up. Like there, we don't really have... We have depth. We have the luxury of depth, but Sadio is a player that's not just a one-for-one swap. Um, But we might be missing out on a big-time fucking player. Probably the best midfielder available on the market um, this summer. Orlean Tuchimene is more than likely going to sign with Real Madrid. They have the cast to shell out because they didn't, Land and Mbappe but he supposedly told his teammates that that's where he hopes to go and will be going there was deals agreed between Real Madrid and Liverpool and it's player's choice supposedly PSG is a late team in the conversation but mm-hmm. the guy's top
1: class yeah i mean he's probably the best young play, young midfielder on the market he's a i mean fucking unit yeah he's huge he has, he has a skill in the ball he has a great shot i mean um he he is like he has the allure that Pogba had, I think, at their same time in their career. Yeah. I would say. Not maybe not as and how like, old is he?
2: I think he's even more like twenty. His capabilities in defense 21. are fucking outrageous. I was yeah. reading the Scouted Football article on him. His like tackle win percentage is top five in I Europe. Mean, I would say
0: like when I he mean, plays in
2: certain roles, he, he's he is 22. the best ball winner. In the middle, I mean, of the they're,
0: pitch. they're two different. I mean, Pogba is just like a different player, like, yeah, like you, Pogba was a ta- more attack minded, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was
1: saying. Like, the yeah. like the I think the French midfielder aspect of them is the same, but I like you're what saying, what they offer is different, y- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, Pogba was more skillful, like, he was yeah. more, yeah, they're both, I think they both can play the eight, but uh, that
0: would have been a sign that you, I mean, post Henderson, or I mean, not that they're same quality, but like, someone that could just be an aggressor in a in a energy guy like, I mean, that can provide quality in him and himself would be.
1: A yeah, because Liverpool is looking for that left center mid. I mean, they have Thiago, yeah. they have Fabinho, but that Keda Henderson, like mold. Weird, yeah. yeah, that they have over any, there.
2: Any player that can play both sides of the ball and offer something going forward. It's like Genie. Just complete, Genie is the player that. Genie you, was perfect. Yeah. Genie is still my one of my most touted Liverpool players of all time. Like he's just a saint in recent time. <laughs> but Toucha And he he scores
0: goals. Like when, yeah. when you
2: slide him up just that one position, he has the ability to just create
0: and
1: anybody cover else goals.
0: around the around the league, not Liverpool solely. Um Don't be too no, selfish. we already
2: we already touched on Rafinha. Chelsea I mean,
1: just got their new ownership, so they're they're Kounde
2: is hugely linked with Chelsea, right? Yeah,
1: he's been linked with them for a while though. Such like, a long time. Yeah, since the since the winter, no one's gonna splash the cash on him though, like that. Like his release clause is like seventy mil, like eighty mil. Like that's holy like holy shit. Yeah, like, I
0: mean Chelsea might have to because they're losing Rudiger. Like if there's a player, I mean, attacking wise, I'm pretty sure.
1: And I Thiago's mean, getting... Thiago Silva's getting older. He's getting older. These yeah,
0: like,
2: fees are going through the roof. Even Tushimene's fee was supposedly agreed at $50 million,
0: and now it's reported maybe it'll be eighty. You know, Chelsea might have the biggest investment they have to make this summer in the top size because they're losing so many players. They're losing
1: Christensen. Christensen,
0: Espilicueta, Alonso, Rudiger. And the talks are like... Declan, Potentially The Lukaku talks are like, like... They need
2: defenders.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's like you see where they let go. Like, Tamari's... Balling out, and Milani just won the league. He got a call up to England, like finally. Even <laughs> with yeah, finally, even with Zuma and all the stuff that got on with him before that, like he was, he was found
2: guilty by the way for kicking his cat. <laughs> Oh I I mean, assume, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I would hope the
1: video showed that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah seriously. But uh, like, even before all that stuff, like he was a pretty good. He was a good, um, consistent. Um, go. Like
0: he get get the job done. Center back. And I didn't
1: them. know Crystal Palace. That dude, um, gay, gay, gay. I didn't Gahy, know he yeah. was. A, I didn't know he was a Chelsea product. I didn't know that either. But I guess at some point they had him. And, <laughs> and it's and just they have more players, young players that they're gonna have well, to make they're, decisions they're, on.
0: They're, Tammy Abraham in attack. Connor Gallagher is is coming back. Um, Armando no, Broja. Abraham was sold,
2: so... Yeah, but, like, he was a young player that it looks like they didn't get the full potential out of and they let him go. And Broja is someone that... That was, like, a very quick, subtle report that he might... He he has attracted the interest of West Ham. Was it West Ham and Newcastle? But, like, he's a player that it's, like... Honestly, with what Chelsea has, I think Broja. It's going to be a hot take, but I think Broja could be a more valuable player to them than Gallagher,
0: just because of what he did this season. Well, in terms of like formation-wise, I would say yes. I feel like he could be utilized more than Lukaku. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think Broja could produce more
2: than... like. I mean, Gallagher's have, a weird comparison, have, but... Have more... Well, those are two youngsters that I see are probably going back. Well, two Gallagher Loneys, is going back. I'm pretty sure Gallagher is going I, back. Both Loneys, I yeah. think, are being called back, but... Either way, it's just like I don't know Chelsea might get that wrong, and then they miss out on, on another young yeah
0: Tomorius. i mean massive. i I say invest in the players that they should invest in the players that they have, considering obviously with other backing backing in the right areas, they don't need to invest too much in the attacking side they they have players that can they have ball players up front, right, invest in your back line, trust the players that you have on loan and the players you have now, and you can still i mean they competed in the season anyways, like they still they were in two finals like. I think they're going to they're still going to be in a final next year. Yeah. So Polisic took
2: what Chelsea out of his bio. Yeah, that was a crazy. It's that kind was of crazy. sad. Yeah, was his dad cr- must have got to him. His dad was his like dad's ridiculous. a big talker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <he is. laughs> his um, dad's so American, but the, oh, Jay Ling's <laughs> was has reopened conversations. Supposedly, I mean, yeah, his contract's
0: up. He's he's out the door. Pogba should, is probably going to Juventus. Yeah.
2: Um, um,
0: and then I mean, that's kind of the transfer talk. There'll be more. We'll be. We'll have more after next the, year. after
1: the final after the Champions League final. Kind of the seasons, opens like... up.
0: Yeah, because then players clubs want certain players from other clubs, and it's like,
2: and it's like all the contracts are like finally done and dusted. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. Ties are severed. <laughs> the final talking point, one that I feel came out of absolutely nowhere, but Vincent Company is supposedly leading the pack to be the next Burnley manager. In the championship,
1: it's kind of weird. I, think I thought funny. it was weird as well. I mean, I think there's not a lot of managers on the market. We've talked about that, but
0: and in terms of, you'd hope that I mean uh, he's been managing Ad-Elect, right? He was like player player manager for a bit, and then I think he eventually took over full time. So, um, I don't know too much on his managerial style or his, um, I guess track record. But I think at this point, like Jalen said, the market's low. Burnley yeah. needs Burnley needs a shake up as a as a club in terms of the, the style of football that they play. Obviously the championship's a grueling league, so it's gonna depend on how, how much he'll adapt to that league itself and also bring his own ideas and put them together to make a competitive side. But uh I, mean, I, I I say no harm and no no harm and nothing too crazy, nothing too crazy good for them. So they
1: just need like a, a big thing with like England's sides is like If there's no one on the market, they bring in the most familiar person with the league itself, or like with the country itself. Like you you, you can see that with Lampard; like he got the Chelsea job early, and it's just like, well, he didn't really have. He had Derby. Uh, Besides that, he had nobody. Yeah, Yeah. but but like he knows the league, he knows how it works, he knows like how to play. His buddies with the referee. And imagine the pull you have down there as
2: like a former legend of the game in England. Like, oh yeah, Lampard was successful at Derby, and like I think company goes there. like That's a good play, stepping stone. Players are going to be like... Those former uh, player, now managers, seem to have found a lot of success in the championship, and the struggle comes with making the jump to top flight.
0: But, yeah, he did player manager for one year at Anderlecht,
2: okay. and then two years as a
0: manager. So I say, and, um, I think that's a, good, a great stepping stone on a championship side. A, like Jalen mentioned, a player... I just can't imagine he's going to play Burnley football. He's not going... But that's... Burnley football is Sean Dyche football. I know, I know. So I know. it's like... Hopefully well, they shake, like, shake it up. He has Weghorst, which is so the whole thing, the whole point bad. is like, can he play Burnley football because it's important for championship level? Can he play that like gritty style of play, yeah. but also implement some quality and get some loans or some you know some acquisitions from right. the Belgian league to spice up the side a bit? Mm-hmm. I mean, they still, I mean, hopefully they still have um Cornet's leaving Cornet, Oh, okay. I so. think
2: yeah, he's only like fifteen mil. There's no way a team doesn't. And he has,
0: I mean, he has some. He He'll skill. figure it out. Yeah.
2: He's like Jay Rodriguez.
0: <laughs> but um, I think that wraps it. This was a good one. It does, mm-hmm. yeah. And guys, as always, thank you so much for joining the Howlers podcast here. Be sure to check out all of our content through our link tree. Also check out the Howlers podcast journal. Wordpress is up on WordPress. our Twitter. So <laughs> check it out. See you soon.
1: Bye-bye.